now that that's all out of our system. Yep, I'm loosey goosey, ready for the show, Joe. How was uh, how was New York? It was fun. It was fun. Other than being tired, as I'm getting older, Joe. I'm getting older. I think we've discussed this. I'm I'm, I'm definitely getting older. I um, hear. We basically, uh, due to, because it was me, Josh, and Tom were going. And through a series of events, uh, we were driving in like big boys, as you always say. Right, right. It's a big, scary city. Yep. So Tom was driving. Josh had something come up with the family. So he couldn't come in until Friday night. So he was supposed to come in. Saturday Saturday morning, but he was like, oh, I can get a, a, a thing. So that all kind of worked out. So it was only me and Tom for the first two days. Um, we got there late at 11. Like, like, we wanted to get there early so we can get in. But Tom stopped at a McDonald's along the way, and it ended up taking us off the route, and it changed his GPS, and we kind of lost time. Oh, that like. sucks. Yeah, so we lost time. So we got there. Oh, and then this, this got there. I don't know where you parked. Where did like when you parked in New York, wherever you did the uh, you know the 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 reservation? Yeah. Did they uh, park your car? Did what? Did they park your car? So it was like an like an underground garage gimmick, you know? Right, right. You pull in, and I had the reservation. They scan it, and then you give them the keys, and they take it to a spot somewhere else. Like I'm already in the facility, though. Not a problem, but they go park your car at some point. Yeah, like, I, they, they don't say go drive at the spot, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. So we go to what – we don't like those for New York because, it, like, when we're done with the show for the day, we'll go eat in New York. Yeah. So if we bought anything, we have to go back to the – like, Tom will put his travel case because he has all the artwork, his, his pens, his pencils. You know, I bought – you know, if I bought merch or, or bought uh, comics or whatever, you're lugging that around to the restaurant. So we'll go back to the parking garage. And the parking garage that we do, it's right after you come in from the Lincoln Tunnel. Okay. It's right there. And you pull in. You do the ticket thing like like the one in Scranton. You pull in, hit the button. It says take the ticket, you know, pay before walking back to your car, blah, blah, blah. And then you go in and park, right? Right. Park it yourself. And there's spots. So we go in, and it's a deep garage. You go down, you go around, going around, going around, going around. There's no spots. There's no spots. So, so other than, like, this row of par- cars that, and it says reserved parking, you know, because they have the monthly parking there. Sure. Cars will be towed. So we go around. There's nothing else but there. We go around twice. And people are pulling out once in a blue moon, and now you want to be the first car, so the next spot is yours. And sometimes people pull in in front of us as we're going around, so now we're the third car. You know you're not getting anything that way. The second or third time we come around, this guy, you know, broken English says, "There's park, park it. You're this is your, you know, you're you're going around, going around." And Tom's like, "There's no spots." He's like, "Down at the end." Tom's like, all right, down at the end. Like, and we go, we go around. We go around four or five times after that. Down at the end? Down at the end. Pass down at the end. And he goes, the, the ones that say reserved park there on the fifth time. Tom goes, you didn't say that. Those say reserved. He goes, oh, those are ones down end. So the fifth time, there was 40 of them. 
We park there. But Tom's like, I'm in New York. It's the first day. I don't want my car towed. You know what I mean? True. That was like right out of the gate. That kind of had us kind of had us hot because it was like if you had just told us, we would have parked. But once we figured that out, we parked. We got to the show. We got in. And uh, the first day, Tom had, you know, an amazing show. He he did like the first day is like art day. Because that's when you get on your lists because they can fill up like on a like if you're taking a list on Thursday, it can fill up all the way to Sunday. So he was like, oh, okay, he got lots of work, but he didn't fill up. He's like, I still have time to, you know, do it the rest of the week. So that was good. And then we went back to the car after the show, dropped everything off and went to eat that night at John's Pizza on Times Square. The greatest pizza that's not that's in no way ho-hum, Joe. It's all right. That's what I was waiting to hear. But we had the Hawaiian with ham and pineapple. That's even worse. And it was so good. I was so glad we had it. But uh, then after that, we would come in each day to park in that garage and get out. And it was it was fine, except for the Friday night leaving. Because that was like Friday. Thursday wasn't bad. Friday was bad. And then getting in and out of the, the 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 town on Saturday and Sunday was good, so I liked that. Um, the only thing I didn't like, another thing was the hotel because we couldn't get anything close because they're realizing what's going on, like for conventions and stuff like that. And there was a game over the weekend; there were, the Jets were playing at at, uh, at the stadium. We had to park. We had to go really far out past Secaucus to get our hotel. It was a nice hotel, but. The fire alarm went off. I heard, what was it, Saturday morning at like 5 a.m.? I saw both you and Tom lamenting about it. Yes. So Josh had come in that that, that Saturday night, and we went out to eat. And he comes in, and we get the, the, the ride back. We drive back to the hotel, and we're, like, figuring everything out for tomorrow, the next day. And we're like, okay, what do we want to set our alarms for so we can get in and get our bagels? Um and we said, okay, like 6.30-ish, uh, because some people take a shower before. That's what we were figuring out. Some people go to shower beforehand. I shower in the morning, blah, blah, blah. It's all going to work out. So the alarm goes off at 5 in the morning, 5.30, and it's so loud, so loud. And Josh is mad at me because my phone's going off. I'm like, it's not my phone, right? <laughs> so, so like, we're, there's no light that says, like, fire, you know what I mean, in the room, or like the sprinklers aren't going off. So let's look out the door. All right. Whatever Tom looks out the door, whatever, whether there's alarm, I don't even remember. Something's in the, there was lights flashing. He's like, yeah, it's got to be a fire alarm. I'm like, all right, I'm fucking pissing before I go outside. <laughs> so I go piss. I'm like, all right. I had shorts on and no shirt. I'm um, like gym shorts and underwear on. So I'm like in my socks. I'm like, all right, I'm putting my pants on. All right. I'm putting my shirt on. Let me find my shoes. The alarm's going off, but it's not like people are banging on your door to evacuate. No, no, but people are going down the steps. I'm like, all right, where's my money? That's I'm grabbing that. I had like cheap comics. I'm like, fuck it, let them burn. If they burn, they're like three dollars a piece that I bought. <laughs> there were whole fillers. I'm like, I didn't grab my art. I didn't have much art at the time. I'm like, all right, Tom, you got the keys to the van? He's like, why? I said, because if the fucking place is burning down. I don't want to be stranded in Secaucus with a van with no keys. Plus, it's 38 degrees outside tonight. 
a brisk 38 degrees. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we will go sit in the van with the heat on. So we go outside and and Josh gets his, and Josh loads up. He's like, I'm taking everything. Right. So we go downstairs, we're sitting in the van. Uh, Everybody's standing around looking. I'm like, come on, let's go out to the van. We sit down, we turn it on, the heat's on. The fire truck comes, blah, blah, blah. Um, They go in. After a while, we see people starting to shuffle back in. We go in. They let us back in the hotel uh, because for warmth. And they said, we we think we got it. I never really found out what it was because I didn't ask because I was tired. Sure. But they let us go in. And Tom said he heard later that he's sure it was not a false alarm, that there was a small fire somewhere, but it was something stupid and they got it. And they're like... There's no hot spots. It's just this one small spot. So we're going to just let you go, whatever, and, and back. And we all went back, and then that was it. That was – I never – like the next day when we even came back, we left in the morning when we came back. I was like, I, I meant to stop and ask at the desk, like, what was on fire? And uh, we never did because there was like a tight – like a uh, – the crew working there, there was like, they were at the desk. They weren't at the desk. It wasn't like there was 12 people. It was one or two ladies running around. So I'm like – Fuck it. Let them, you know, they're working. They don't need me, Joe Schmo from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, but the place didn't burn down. They're letting us stay. Um, it was good. Otherwise, you know, you know, they had a they had a little continental breakfast there with store-bought bagels, which was not gonna cut it. But they did have the coldest orange juice I've ever had in my entire life. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like, because when we came back in from waking up, I was Super tired. I didn't get to brush my teeth. So I had like ass mouth. It was just like I could taste whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get an orange juice just to, to wash something down. And they just had the, the thing that you push the button and the orange juice comes out of it. And it was like if one more degree and it would have been like solid orange juice. <laughs> And I was like, this is so refreshing. Let me have nine glasses of this, sending my sugar into the stratosphere. So that was like all of it. But that got us a jump start on getting our bagel in the morning. That was fun. So no issues at the bagel place. Did you get any bagels to bring home? Um, other than the one that the bagel place was mad at me because I was talking, the one I go to here. Yeah. They're like, oh, where you go? Where are you going to get the bagels? I'm like, one of the best bagel places in New York. And they're like, they're not better than ours. Bring us one back. I'm like, will do. <laughs> so I brought it back and the lady didn't work Monday who was kind of mad at me. So she worked today as we record this. But due to various things, I didn't go back for lunch when she was going to eat it. So tomorrow I will get the follow-up on how good it was or not. So. You know she's not going to sell that it's good, oh, right? Oh, no. I'm, but immediately I brought it in. The one lady wasn't working. The other one was like, these are so much bigger than ours. Heavier. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, they are. I mean, they're not as cheap. And when I say cheap as on price, like a bagel with cream cheese in, in Dixon is four cents. And in New York, that's four dollars and twenty some cents. Okay, four seventy nine is a bagel with cream cheese in New York. So I was like, okay, now I get three times the cream cheese that you put on, and the bagel's bigger. Now you want to debate taste? That's fine, but we can't debate that their that your bagels are as you know as hefty as theirs. So 
there's a debate going on. We'll see. I can't wait to fi- to find out what happens. So. So I know you went to your ho hum pizza place. Yeah. And I know you got your bagels four days in a row. Three um, days because we got in late on the first. Oh, three days in a row. Did you guys go anywhere else to eat? Any other places that you checked out or anything? Um, yes. I won't know the name of it, but it was a sports bar slash pub on Restaurant Row in New York, the best kept secret in New York. Um, that's a, something I'll tell you later. Um, but <laughs> uh. We went and it was just like a pub there, and you know we saw we saw the menu and what they had on it, and not the the prices like we like what it was. We just won't eat in any restaurant in New York that doesn't have prices, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got to know Tom, what you're getting yourself involved in, right? Because Tom told the story of taking two people to New York for a trip back in the day, and he made and the one the the female picked. Uh, the, of the restaurant, there was no prices on the menus. And when they walked out, it was not, he said, it's not like I even ate, you know, lobsters and steaks. We walked out of there and it was a $285 meal. So now he gets, he's gun shy and he'll just look at the prices. So we went in there and I had a burger, build yourself like a big, uh, just to build a burger. Cause they have like different fancy burgers. Like, Oh, this is on a brioche bun with this kind of pepper Jack cheese. I'm like, build a burger. I want a hamburger. Well done. Uh, the regular bun, American cheese, that's it. Uh, that's all I want. No no fried onion, no nothing. But, Joe, it was like a thick burger. Yeah. Juicy. And it was one of the – like however they – I know seasoning. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, they season it. But it was so good. Don't know if I was starving. Salt and pepper? <laughs> that's right. First, you put the pepper in the pan. Then you put the salts. That's another story somebody told me for seasoning venison. Um but uh, but how uh, could it be juicy if it was well done? Oh, it was. See, I in like when you get a big thick like burger like that, well done just means they sear the outside to like that charred taste, which I like. But inside there was no blood. Which on a burger I don't need blood. Oh, I don't I, need blood. Um, it's as long as it's not dried out. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. And well done with a thick pub burger. It's not like you're getting those little patties. And then they were like, okay, so it comes with uh, steak fries or some kind of fries. And they're like, for an upcharge, you can get shoestring French fries. Mm-hmm. I'm like, upcharge me, sir. I will take the, the shoestring French fries. And that got me and Josh into the debate of what's the best French fry. Because I'm like, the he's like, oh, you do know that the Cadillac of French fries was is waffle fries. And I was like, fuck you then, because shoestring French fries are the Lamborghini of French fries. <laughs> He's like, what? And I'm like, Lamborghini. He's like, oh, no, it depends on the way you season them. I said, if they're seasoned, then they're not French fries. They're seasoned fries. It's two different things. But if you get a plain waffle fry, all right, it's 1A, 1B, but the shoestring French fry still wins. I'm a sucker for the shoestring French fry. Uh, I'll, so, uh, mm, mm, mm. give me not so much shoestring. Eh, all right, like, listen, shoestring's fine, whatever. I'm not going to... Th- I'm not going to push any French fries away. <laughs> right. Okay, let's just say that. Um, but I, and it, they're not shoestring, but they're not steak fry. They're kind of somewhere in between. Like when you go to like a bar or a, a place around here and you get French fries. And like I said, they're not super skinny like shoestring, but they're not super fat. They're like kind of somewhere in between, but they're like super crispy. Right. 
That's what I need. As long as and I, and yes, because of the shoestring, you're gonna get them because of the size. There's a higher percentage that they're gonna be super crispy. I'm with you. Yeah, but I need it a little bit thicker than a shoestring. Uh, okay, so there's something with the shoestring that it's just because it's the potato and whatever glaze they have on it, and it deep fries. Because the fries they had that they got that come regular were not only steakish fries, but they weren't steakish fries like Red Robin because that's that'll get you your base or what I'm talking about. Right. These were were had more batter. If you get my meaning. Oh, and no, I'm no. Not I don't a batter like fry guy. I'm not a batter fry guy. The shoestring French fry is the potato-isty potato taste. You even with, see some of the skin on them. Yes. With the, yes. Um, I don't know about that because they were super battery, but the shoestrings are crisp, clean, blah, blah, blah. So that became a point of contention pretty much the whole weekend between me and Josh. The Cadillac of French fries. Does he know the hell he's talking to? That's right. I was like, you listen. So we did that. And then the, le- the, we ate on the way, on the way home, we ate like at a friendlies cause we don't know anything between New York and here. Sure. And Tom's, Tom's like, I like friendlies. It's in East Stroudsburg. We know it. We know the, the, the thing. But before that, the Saturday night, there's a bar pub restaurant in this like plaza with like a movie theater and a Chili's and stuff like that. And it's called Hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we went there. I don't know if Hands is a chain, but we didn't know it. So we went. It's in. like a small chain, but sure. Right. So we went in and we the food we got was amazing for me. I'm like other people got other things. I got uh, they had like a they had a, a deal like it's like here's here's a deal. Twenty four dollars and you get to pick an appetizer, a main course and you get a free dessert. You know what I mean? Or you get a dessert with it. And so, like, a bunch of us went with that, where Tom went with, he went with a salad and, like, a chicken sandwich or something like that. And then he got, like, a sundae. I forget what Josh got. But mine of the three of them was, I got a salad, and it was a I was in the mood for a salad. When I'm in the mood for a salad, that's really good. Um, So I got that. And then they gave us, like, these little hamburger buns to go with. That's what they looked like. They weren't hamburger buns with, like, everything seasoning on them. Yeah. So good. So I immediately down that with the f- French dressing, by the way, in case you were wondering. Um, the guy comes back out. Can I get you anything? I'm like, yeah, you can get me some more of these buns, sir. And he's like, yeah, I'll get you another one. And he brought out a, a, a like an entree plate with, filled with them. And I was like, you, sir, are doing God's work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, you guys get some and the rest are mine. Um, and then part of my deal was they had a – uh, uh, steak filet. Uh, it was only four ounce, but it was, it's what I needed. And I was like, but that had a $4 upcharge. So I was like, ah, I don't care. $4 upcharge. Got it medium rare in case you're going to ask. And then my two sides, they give you like green beans and something else. And I was like, nope, mashed potatoes and broccoli. It was like, really? I said, yes, that's what I want. He goes, okay, good choice. Good choice. And then I had some caramel baked ice cream, gooey dessert. And it was, the perfect amount for the perfect price, fantastic. So there's like about 36 of them in the U.S. Mm-hmm. A good chunk of them are in the New Jersey area. Right. The only ones in uh, Pennsylvania are out toward Pittsburgh. So, you know, do with that information what you will. Right. Terrible football fans. It's right. For them. Right. I will say there is one in the Hershey area. 
And the picture that they have there, like, I've absolutely driven by that. Like, it's right by the park. So, yeah, you know, it's a nice two-hour jaunt. If my, though, I will say this. If my meal didn't come with a free dessert, we were going to walk around the corner and go to Chili's. Uh. (laughs) Because since Chili's has pulled their ass out of Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. I mean, now as a chain restaurant, I wouldn't want to eat a chain at a chain restaurant in New York. But since we don't have a Chili's around here anymore, um, I always did like their fajitas. Mm-hmm. And then that doesn't matter. That's the meal I'm going to get anyway. But their chocolate lava cake was always my favorite. For sure. And I actually, you mentioned that we went to the uh, hibachi place that took over the Chili's uh, this week. Oh, is there a hibachi? I haven't been down there in so long. So, I so you know the hibachi place that was in the Top Dog? Yes, yes. They they now moved to the Chili's. Oh, they up they upgraded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Top Dog will come back to I listen, the building's empty, you know, it's in a prime real estate right, across from what around, used to be a Toys R Us, so to bring it all back around, uh they had the best shoestring french fries. Top Dog. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Okay. The best, the best. And speaking of Toys R Us, Part of the New York Comic Con was sponsored by Jeff. It was Toys R Us, so they had Jeffrey there. Mm-hmm. Or is it Jeffrey the Giraffe? Is that it? Is name? Jeffrey the Giraffe? Jeffrey. So they had him up on this balcony, and he was dancing, and everybody was cheering until they started yelling, "Jump, jump, jump!" Oh boy! It is New York and New Jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. But bunch of that's you talk about Philly being attention deficit criminals. Oh boy. But uh, now I don't know if I've gone on too long, but the uh, no, never. There's still a lot more I have to ask about, but go ahead. Okay. Do you want to go ahead? Ask your next question then. Uh, So that covers food. You said you bought some comics, but nothing big. Um, Were there any big boy purchases in New York? Um, Okay. Small. Like you said, I bought like seven or eight of all the booths. There was only two booths that had reasonably priced comics. And by reasonably priced comics, I mean, uh, around $3 and kind of up. You know what I mean? Sure. Because there's no quarter books and no dollar books in New York. And they only had two booths that had multiple boxes. So you would have like Marvel, DC, Independent, all strung out there and alphabetical order. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you two, you two guys get my business. And I ended up buying... Do you remember the... Uh, you might know the writer J.M. DeMatties, Joe? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Never- you know what? I... I heard Jim DeMatty's on a podcast recently. There, there you go. He, th- I was filling the the holes from the uh, Justice League 3000 and 3001 run. Yeah. That they did. I didn't really like the book and I dropped off on it, but I'm like, it's Keith and Jam for like yeah. a couple bucks a piece and I only need one left. And then somebody had some weird Western tales that weren't Jonah Hex for like three bucks a piece. It like in minty minted. You know what I mean? Like I don't right, Cause those are older books. Yeah. Like eighties and like, uh, $3, whatever. I'll buy them all day. I need about 20 of them. So whatever. And you're not paying shipping for the books. You know what I mean? They're right in front of you. So that I did. And then the other thing that I did was, um, tight. They, there was no DC presence on the floor of the show anywhere at all. Uh, not even in the hallway, not a merch table, um, other than panels. Um, they did like th- up to a panel a day and had like big boy names there and everything. What we're doing for the future of the year. So I was shocked at that. They didn't have anything. And Marvel had a small 
presence, only a couple signings at their booth, not much giveaways because everybody's trying to cheapen it down. Um, but they did have a Titans booth because Titans, the TV show, is coming back. Yeah. And they had a free pin every day if you showed up. There was four different ones. Oh, one of each Titan, I would assume, right? Uh, um, uh, One is a Titan a logo for the show, like the Titans. Yes. One was a Starfire, the version on the TV show. One was a Nightwing, which was the hottest that people wanted. Um, And then the final one, which is the one I wanted, was the Crypto. So I went the first day, and they were like, okay, this is a, a thing you have to do. You have to get in line. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, I have an Artist Alley pass. Could, will that work? Because sometimes they have to scan the pass. Yeah. And and as we discussed on the main show, um, you know, if certain passes got you certain rights and certain ones didn't. Um, and I was like, oh, well, sometimes, you know, to to get something, to get the thing at the end, um, my email isn't hooked up to this. It's just an artist alley pass. Like, will it still work? She's like, oh yeah, it'll still work. She was such a nice lady on the first day. And I said, okay, well, I have to see with the line. I'm like, my feet hurt. I'm going to go sit down for a while and I'll come back. Hopefully the line's like shorter. And she ended up going, looking at me and she smiled. She slid the Titans pin over to me. And I'm like, thank you. You didn't have to do that. She goes, ah, I could tell you're like, you know, you're tired. And I said, okay, I said, thank you. I said, but I'll be back, you know, and I'll do it the right way for the next, you know, couple. But now that I realize that, the Artist Alley Pass got me in early. Mm-hmm. So I would walk over to the booth at 10 to 10, and there'd be no line. And when they take the velvet rope down, I'd just walk through and get my pin. <laughs> and so I did that three days in a row to get my pins. And the two ways to get the pin were to pretend to be a lab, a Star Labs guy. So I was Chris Farley, fat guy in a little coat in that one picture I put up. Yes. And then the other way was they had these Titan art boards and they had an artist sitting there all day. And if you went in the other line, they did a character of you in the Titans art board. Sure. So I did that one day and because the line was short. And then I just took another quick like photo because that's faster on the fourth day. And I got all the pins and I think I got all, they gave you two temporary tattoos. So I got all those for my collection. I really like that, but I didn't go crazy on anything. The only big boy purchase to bring it back around to what you asked me was I did buy, I want to say when it's all said and done, couple hundred dollars worth of art like if you count commissions like no oh yeah yeah that right because you did you you mentioned that on the main show right i wasn't thinking of like stuff that you got commissioned yeah i was i didn't know if that counted and Eh, you know it counts but you know i didn't lay them all out because i figured you we don't want to blow blow the wad you know on the first show right right um but i do have some that weren't done and they'll be coming in the mail not who you think nothing Um, from uh the west coast no, no, no. We we had a talk. We had a talk. Oh, you did. Yeah, well, I went to see how he uh, to see what he was doing. Uh, well, that that was so. Okay, so before you get to to that, what was other than the art? Was there any other big boy purchase? Oh, for, okay. Now, not for me. I did spend other people's money. Ah, uh, that um, don't count. Oh, okay. I ended up buying. Did you see those sneakers that I that I took a picture of? Yeah, I Scott wanted a pair of those. They are a hip-hop band. They're called Czarface or something. Sure. And they're a hip-hop band. And they had a table there, and they were selling a comic, a, a trade paperback that they were doing. 
Scott wanted that. And they were signing it at, at one booth. And then right after that, Chuck D from uh, Chuck D from. Do I let you hang out there? Because I know who Chuck D is from. I know who it's from, but I can't. Uh, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. And he's like, oh, if Chuck D. And I was like, oh, okay. So these guys are going to be right there. I can get, get the signature and get right back in line for Chuck D. And Scott's texting me back. He's like, oh, thank you, thank you. Get me the... The, the comic book that's Chuck D's pushing. And if you're, if you're good, get an interview with him because he's probably, you know, the wheelhouse of all your fans that listen to you. And I was like laughing. And that's when I texted back. I said, sure. I'll walk up and say, um, hi, Mr. D I'm not a fan, but could you tell me and my podcast listeners all about your time as being D in run DMC? Oh my God. <laughs> and Scott's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. So I got to meet him, and I uh, I will say this: uh, I do the fir- the thing right up front. I go, uh, and with both with both guys, the the scars, the the Czarface and Chuck D. I'm like, this is for a friend, because um, they'll ask me my name. I'll go Todd. I'm like, in case they're gonna personalize. It. I go, it's not for me. It's for a friend, so if you're personalizing it, I'm gonna give you his name. And um, I'm not. I he loves you. He had me come here. He couldn't make it. I always put on the – I always slather it on a little extra. I go, he wishes he could have been here. Work didn't make it happen. But he's a huge fan, and he asked me to get you something. But I'm like, I really – I'm not – I I don't know much about your you know your stuff. But my friend's going to love this. And the two guys from uh, Sarface go, okay, so then we're not going to ask you what our, your favorite song of ours is. <laughs> <laughs> And he, they had a seven inch uh, that they were selling, and I bought him that too. And I flipped it over, and I was like, "This one, <laughs> this is my favorite song." And they laughed because I'm so charming, Joe. Oh, you are. I'm. Yeah, listen, they didn't turn their backs on you or nothing when you were turning on the charm. It all yeah. worked out, right? Right. So that happened, and then Chuck D. Um, they were they were more not like more like wanted to talk. When I got Chuck D, I got the handshake, and he's like, "Your name." And he had the pen right on the book. And I was like, uh, my Cap name. off. What? Cap off. <laughs> yeah. When you hand him the pen, it's like, when you hand them the pen, the cap already better be off the pen. Because I'm not wasting the time to take the cap off myself. Go ahead. Well, they were only signing stuff that they sold there. If not, you had to pay. So gotcha. I have the ticket, so they have to sign it. So they had a pen ready. But I mean, he had the pen touching the book. So he's like, your name? And I'm like, Todd, but it's for my friend. He's like, what's his name? Scott. And he wrote Scott. And he's like, you're a good friend. Thank you. And he shook my hand and then gave me the the shove goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Shoulder. It's like, you've signed, I've signed Zarskar, uh, whatever their name. They didn't do that. They took time. But Chuck D is like, we're going to move this along. Nice. He was nice about it. But then I went, um, so Scott wanted the sneakers, and that was the same day but hours later at the Super 7 booth. Okay. So I went over, and they they started at 5. They went on sale at 5. That's They had the announcement. So when I got over there, it was about f- like 10 to 5, and the line was around the booth. And I was like, Scott, the line's around the booth. He goes, okay, I would have liked them signed, but if you go back later and they have any – Get me my size unsigned and I'm happy with them. So I came back. 
I figured the signing was from five to six because I didn't have any paperwork on it. I knew it was at five. I came back at like quarter after six and I asked the guy, I'm like, um, can I ask you a question? I want to buy something. He's like, I'm sorry, the, the booth is shut down till seven o'clock. We're, you know, we're doing something. And I said, oh, okay. I said, but when I come back tomorrow, will you have any of those sneakers left? And he goes, oh, that's what we're selling. The guys are here. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, my friend wants a pair. And like, what size? And he had a big paper with all the mark checked off marks of what one they had left. I was like, this size. He's like, oh, we got it. And he goes over and he's like, um, you could sign. I was like, oh, there's no line now? He said, no, it all died down. So you're good. So I'm glad I didn't wait in that big line. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, no shit. Just get there. And I walk up and now I'm reaching in my pocket to make a, 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 a short story even longer. I have two envelopes in my pocket from the bank. I keep $100 bills in one and I keep smaller, like tw- five tens, ones and twenties in the other one. So that way, when I have a big boy purchase, you bring out the big boy. You know what I mean? Right. That's your Detroit roll. Everything's <laughs> facing the right way. I get it. Yep. So I walk up and I put them down. <clears throat> They're on the counter. They put the shoes in front of me. <clears throat> and I don't see <clears throat> who's behind the counter. And I'm putting the, like money and I'm getting out and I hear, they're talking to you. And the guy who was running the booth goes, I'm like, what? And he goes, they said, how are you doing? And I look up and it's the guys who are signing the thing from the, the the record at the other booth. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. When I'm counting my money to do something, I keep my head on a swivel and I say focus so nobody can grab it and run off. I've seen that at a con. The guy's like, I totally understand. You're the guy who doesn't know who we are. And I'm like, that's <laughs> right. And I'm like, he's like, same friend. I'm like, yeah, it's for my other friend. And he's like, he's like, they're like, God damn, you're a good friend. <laughs> he's going, right? So I'm like, all right, thank you. I shook, I shook their hands again. They signed it. And I'm like, like, well, I'm, we're guessing you don't have any other questions for us, right? <laughs> but, and I mean this sincerely, Joe, all in good fun. You know what I mean? They were super nice. They're like, we understand. Not everybody, like, people can't make it. And they're like, well, tell your friend. We hope they, re- they really enjoy it. And I'm like... I will. Mr. Whatnot is going to love these. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But uh, that would have been charming. So, but yeah, so that was all the the big boy purchase. I bought some stuff uh, uh, from Shirtless Bear Fighter that Becky wanted. I didn't see anything that you or DJ would want. I was going to try and get you a gift or something. But there was not there. It was a sparse con. So. Uh, as it was. Do you have any other questions or? Um, well, so, you know, obviously purchases, you mentioned, uh, whoever these guys are, right? Right. And then you mentioned, uh, you and Kevin had an incident, right? Everything okay there? No, we just talked. We just talked. Um, he, I asked him, I said, what's he doing? I, and he, and, oh, cause he had pages from Tales of the Human Target. Uh, okay. So I was thinking about buying one because they're there. You can't you can't do anything wrong with them. I mean, you know, this is, you know. They're already done. Sailor. Yeah, this is my zombie sailor, if you will. Uh, so I was like, nah, because they were just, he just did the characters. And then the backgrounds were all digital. So they weren't on the, the artboard. So he's like, I'm getting into more digital. I was like, because this was Booster, I was like, I knew I could sell booster pages you know what i mean 
So I was like, okay, that seems fair enough. And then I asked him what he was doing. And he goes, I said, is there anything coming up? Because I'll pick up, you know, a book that you're drawing. And he said, he's doing that Stan Lee book from DC. What if Stan, imagine Stan Lee. He says, I have a short story in there. And he goes, I'm doing the Superman story. I said, didn't you draw the flash for it? He goes, yeah, I don't know why I'm doing the Superman story. That's the one they told me to do. I said, oh, okay. I said, did you get a cover? And he's like, a cover, why? I said, because they're doing like 12 or 13 covers for it. They're doing the main cover. And then every character they did, like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they're all getting an individual character. He's like, really? They're doing like 15? I'm like, I'm not sure if the number's 15, but it's up there. He's like, oh, I said, you're not doing one? He goes, no. He goes, wish I was. That would have been another check. He goes. Yeah, no shit. So other than that, and then like I came back to the table a couple times. I was looking through his pre-drawn stuff. Just wanted to see what he has. And we were discussing She-Hulk and the boys and TV and stuff like that. And I mean, I wasn't there all the time. It's just you're there for four days. So you walk by the table a hundred times. Right. So I would talk to creators that I knew. I talked to Jimmy Palmiotti for a second. And I asked him, I said, am I ever too much with Jonah Hex? He goes, no, Jonah's my guy. Keep it coming. You know what I mean? And then I talked to him about like helping me in DMs with art. He's like, if you ever have an art question, send it along. Super, super nice. Um, I praised him on this stuff. And then, uh, you know, Amanda too. And they had a constant line whenever they were on at the table. You know what I mean? But, uh, I didn't, I didn't spend a lot of time in our cell. I spent a lot of time like walking the floor looking for, for gifts. And that's going to bring me to my final point. This was an underwhelming New York Comic Con. Very underwhelming in, like I said, the DC no presence. Marvel had an under presence. Manga still goes, our anime and manga still goes crazy. I was showing you those big pictures of displays and, you know, 20 foot high statues and everything. But everything else was like there was no like Hollywood presence. There was like one Teen Wolf movie, not the 80s one, but whatever. Is right, right. For that, there was something for uh, like a haunted house TV show that I don't even remember, but don't care. The Funko booth was huge. Um, Then everything else was just, there was like no South Park booth or any DC move or Warner Brothers move or anything else. Yeah, like no prop set up like they did like a couple years back. No suits, no like the cars or whatever. It All that space was relegated to single table booths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like here's your guys who, who wrestles trying to sell their Mark photos there. Or here's somebody who's selling literally there was three or four booths the same company that were selling chocolate and fudge. Oh, okay. It was like really weird. I'm like, but nothing like where I would get the freebies and the giveaways and the exclusives that would come from shows and movies that you can line your pockets with. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd have all these swag bags. Right. right. And image wasn't even there. Oof. I couldn't find an image booth because whenever I go over, like when it, when I go to a show like that, I try to go get saga stuff or, you know what I mean? Like I bought... Uh, like a, a Negan uh, replica bat one time there and pins and stuff. And there was nothing. There was nothing. The biggest thing, all joking aside, took up most of the floor, like the biggest spot on the floor was the whatnot booth. Yeah. And it had like these like little, like it had a big show floor 
And then like around the edges, it had these yellow booths where people were going to actually whatnot live from New York Comic Con. Yep. And I was like, I have nothing. And that's where I saw the Rob, you know, on a down moment and a less energetic moment. Mm. And I took, I took the picture and I talked about this with Adam today on porch talk. Uh, I said, there was a part of me that wanted to go over and sit down next to him, but I yeah. didn't know what way I would go with my first words. Do you know what I mean? It would be like, am I gonna like praise his ego so we can talk? Uh huh. Or am I going to be Todd and just be, you know, talk to him about whatever, or am I just going to like needle him? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not going to needle him because that's, not what I want to do. Um, but I also don't want to bother him. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? Especially, especially not giving him 40 bucks, you know? It's... Oh, no. I was going to get him to, to draw the, the hatchet logo on my chest. <laughs> in rainbow. But he didn't, you know, I didn't have the 40. Um, so that's like the high point was seeing Rob out in the wild, not doing flips and twists. Right. Uh, but did anyone uh, recognize you? Did you get caught by anyone? No, nobody came up. To, uh, I don't think anybody came up to me and said hi. No, I know uh, I was being messaged by someone who was looking for you. A uh, friend of the show, uh, listen to the show, Matt Fish was looking for you. He was there, uh, I think, Friday and Saturday. And I'm just like, and like. I was like, I didn't want to be like, well, you can just message Todd and say, like, hey, where you at, you know? And I would have. I know I, you would have. But I'm I just like, I don't know. Him. Like, just, just can't miss him. He's Todd. You know, I don't know. Well, I, I, I did look different. I did look different. And I, I had my mask on sometimes. So. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but all in all, it was a good time. Just, you know, New York is uh, not the New York that you remember from, like, four years ago or whatever. Five no, years. No, a lot of people dialing it back to save money, I yeah. But I will say this, it was more spacious and not packed. Well, that's good. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't throwing elbows, you know? Right. That's the... the I, I Let's put it this way. I really did have a good time. I bought a bunch of stuff that I wanted. I got art. I overspent. But... I always say I take a little bit more than I can afford to lose, and that's what makes it. That's what it makes it thrilling. Um, but it didn't hurt me. It's probably I was going to go to Baltimore in two weeks for a day or two. That's probably not going to happen. And right. now I'll probably just dial it back to a day out at Sokol's if I could find a ride. Oh boy. Well, I got to be there early, but uh, I know another guy who's going. So you we'll, know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I heard somebody was giving me the giving me the Iggy who can't give me a ride, but knows somebody else that might be able to give me a ride. Oh my goodness. We'll discuss off mic. All right. That's a perfect spot to end the show. Hey everyone, uh, longboxheroes.com. Uh, wherever you find the show, be sure you make all your purchases through our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, sign up for the Patreon, get this show, uh, two days before everyone else gets it so that you can listen to the show in the correct listening order, plus two extra shows a month from Todd and I, plus those expert, high, professional-quality scans of those previews catalogs. Uh, the T Public sale is going on now, uh, 35% off designs inspired by this very show that you're listening to and other shows in the soon-to-be-named network over at tinyurl.com slash longboxheroes. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for hanging in there. Uh, I enjoyed 
I enjoyed hearing Todd enjoying New York Comic Con. How about that? That's a great way to end the show. All right. Bye, everybody. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.